Here we go. Right, so I was just looking uh, through Reddit news because that's where I get my, you know, all the uh, news outputs. And I saw on technology that Donald Trump wants to build a wall around the internet. How worried shall we be? Yeah, no, very. He tried to build one around Mexico and absolutely all of them got through, including me, and that's why I'm here. Hello. Yes, hello ladies and gents and welcome back to the British-Canadian border podcast where once a week your two plucky young protagonists sit down and have a casual chat about stuff that's going on in the world right now. And today we have a special guest. That is right, ladies and gentlemen, it is your favourite anime hero and professional ASMRist, Rubes the Doobs. Hello, hello, hello. That's, that's I wonder it. how long it's going to take for me to get drowned out and you just replace me with oh, every British person you know. Oh yeah, my let, God. Let's not let Harbia speak. We don't, we don't yeah, I mean, Harbia. who even is the Canadian anymore? Me. I am yeah. Harbia. This is the British podcast now, guys. Yeah, yes, exactly. We're going to go back to the 1700s. We will rule the world. Um, anyway, that's crazy um, to think about, yo. <laughs> Isn't that crazy though? Like, I know. Back in the day, you guys used to rule everything. Oh we have, like, we actually have like a sporting Empire. event to celebrate the fact that we owned like half the country's like world. Like, I don't understand. How did you? You, accom- you accomplished what Hitler hoped to accomplish, oh my and then God. lost it. <laughs> you fumbled the easiest play ever. You had every military on your side, and you fumbled it. Oh That's my crazy. God. I mean, I'm, we gave a lot of it back, I think. Yeah. Oh, sure you did. I mean, <laughs> you just lost apart the from the 36 so countries that are still in the Commonwealth, yeah, we gave it back. <laughs> Bro, okay, we're in the Commonwealth, but we don't associate with you guys. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Oh, right. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Right, anyway, um, okay, I okay. think this is going to be a great podcast. Um, oh, me really and Ruben, actually, uh, we used to go to school together, didn't we? Oh, so great. it's, it's yeah, good to did. see you again. Oh, yeah, no, it's great to see you too, yeah. It's it's great to be here. I, I listened to the first podcast. I don't know what number this is. This could be the third or the fourth, in my, for all I know. I have no idea, but I listened to the first one while on the plane back from France the other day. Um, it was actually made me laugh that someone took next to me on the, on the plane literally stared at me for a solid five minutes, and I could not... I, I literally. Oh, oh. It was. Oh god! It was making me feel a bit nervous because he was like forty and bald. I felt wait, like. Oh wait. Who yeah. the hell are you? I I actually don't know this guy. Like he's coming back from France and stuff. Like, right. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, here's context. Here's like context. A... So my grandparents live in France, and um, France wasn't called quarantine until like recently. So if we if we came back from France after seeing my grandparents, we would have to quarantine. But we got a flight back earlier. Because for some reason, 4am is the magic number which the virus is out. Ooh, scary. So if we weren't back by 4am on Saturday morning, hey, we would have had to... Uh, yeah, exactly. We would have to quarantine. Um, so we got a flight to Frankfurt and then to Heathrow. I was like, oh, yes, Germany, sausages, let's go, stereotypes. And then it was like 45 minutes on the plane to Heathrow. And then we slept in a hotel and I uh, listened to it on the way back. But I, So my grandparents live in France and we want to go see them because it's been like six months since we'd seen them. So I think by the... T- we, mom was like really wanting to see them, so we went out and saw them for a few days. But so I was about to say, you look like Richard Branson or something, like just casually taking a flight back from France. Wait, <laughs> oh wait, can you guys see me? Hold on, no, I don't think you can. Wait, oh no, 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 no. Oh, oh god, sorry, I um I have a plaster over my <laughs> over my uh, webcam because I don't trust anything anymore. But <laughs> apart from that, there's a little ha- uh, honestly, everyone. after watching um the Snowden documentary, I kind of wanted to do it too. Yeah, but yeah, I got lazy. <laughs> no, yeah, I, mean, I, I literally I had a spot that I popped and it went. I started bleeding, so I looked for a plaster and I was like, "Fam, I'm using that on my webcam. Screw the spot. I can get septic for all I care." Sorry, I interrupted you. Sorry, go ahead. 
Uh, yeah, I've got one over as well. It's like a weird smiley face sticker, oh, I think. That's, uh, that's amazing. Back from like when I used to care about school and stuff. <laughs> I love how we think we're so important that the government needs to spy on us. Oh, like, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, if they see my YouTube search history, then I think I'll I mean, if they watch the uh, the first podcast where we like <laughs> spent half an hour debunking them all. Oh, God. Yeah, they might, if the Xbox voice chats get leaked, we're all going to prison for centuries. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> see, I, I'm privileged that I never had a PS... Uh, I, I never had a PS2, none of that. I had a PS3, and even then, there were no voice chats in there, so I'm Oh, chilling. nice. Well, back in 360 days, it used to just be absolute toxic Call of Duty. It was absolutely amazing. And then, I don't know if you've seen that very really good British person screaming at a man going, Come around your house, I'll break your kin legs, mate. It's like, honestly, that just sums up 360 in, like, uh, a nutshell, to be quite honest. But Oh, yeah. The things I we mean, said I'm, about I'm the government. I'm all the way. Oh, go away. Oh, Last of Us. Uh, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, my God. We actually spoke about that in the first podcast. Yes, <laughs> and if it's okay, I want to talk about that a little bit. Uh, more oh. to do with emotionally an attachment but to vi towards video games for example i want to talk about the last of us and red dead redemption 2 if that's all right i didn't realize i was hanging out with a bunch of nerds <laughs> whoa all right then <laughs> hey oh. shut up mr stocks man <laughs> <laughs> can, 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 can we talk about the last of us and and, and red, dead, red dead redemption 2 it's 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 gonna be really good well you do stocks hey, look, oh I, you I do stocks hell yeah I'm trading two on two am i right yeah no it's really it's going horribly wrong for me i've lost like four grand in imaginary 50 grand money hey i only <laughs> lost three grand thank you very much oh yeah, well i just do want to warn you guys that uh harbier is what is known as a uh, a loser virgin whereas those cool kids are busy playing video games he's wasting his time actually <laughs> working a job hell no i play clash royale virginity shield activated Right, so uh, Ruben, I believe um, before the toilet break we just took there, uh, <laughs> you wanted to um, talk about some uh, paranormal experiences. Yeah, uh, I. there is one thing that has stuck with me for a while, and it's actually in my own house. Well, two things, actually. Um, right, so when I was younger, I was like seven or eight, I can't remember, I got this like alien force like lego set which basically like, this mother ufo that you used to spin if you spun like the uh the circumference of it it would go like make it like an alien noise and, I rem and it would uh, <laughs> and it would only do that if you spun it round in a circle like it was like a uh, it was like a thing i don't know what it was called it's like a wheel you have to spin and it would go only do it when you spun it round in a circle I remember hearing noises because it was stored in my attic because the attic was where yeah. I used to like keep all my Lego and stuff. And I remember uh, it was literally up there and I could literally, I swear I could hear like footsteps upstairs like, oh wow, above me. And I literally, I, I got up, uh, turned the light on, looked at my clock. It was like what, half 11. And I think my mum was still downstairs watching TV or something. Mm. I can't remember, but it was like, it was late for me. And I turned my light off and I thought it was just mum walking around downstairs and I got back into bed. And then you just hear No, no, wait, just to be fair, I heard. And I, I, I got really scared. My heart started beating. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, I heard. Woo, 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 and I literally, I got out of bed. I, I was like, I, I, I turned my lights on. And mum came upstairs thinking, what is going on? Are you okay? I think there's something in the attic, there's something in the attic. And then she went up, uh, took it downstairs and put it downstairs and left it there. But that that was like one of the scariest things I've ever experienced because I'm not joking. You have to do a full like 360 with that thing for it to actually go off. Meaning that something, obviously it might have just fell and hit something, but honestly it felt like it just 
it had to spin like 360. It was such. Oh, it made me feel a bit sick. I'm not joking. Oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah, but I don't remember asking. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, Damn, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> story, bro. Yeah, sorry about that. I it so like. <laughs> you said it so ironically. You're like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember asking. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, damn, bro, yeah. that was really scary. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it doesn't matter. Rob's so I, sarcastic. It's fine. Yeah, it's. Oh, I yeah. kind of. The the other time, it was, I was like twelve, and my cousins were all sleeping round, and because they live in Newcastle, and it's quite a long distance, so they came and slept round, and then they went round, they went back the next day. Not in the same bed. So, I uh, no, no, no. I they. Uh, I think. Oh, I can't remember. Two of them slept in my bed, and oh, I well, slept. Like. Um, in the spare bedroom my mum slept in uh, her room and I, I can't remember it was something and i remember literally lying in bed with my headphones on and i literally remember like a I like a go past my ear took my headphones out i'm not joking I, I was like what the hell was that i thought it was just something i was watching on youtube like it was the audio like something just you just breathe weird or something but i, I put my headphones back in about five minutes later i heard one single word i heard quickly and I, I literally shat myself the word quickly I, I don't get why it just happened i heard like a heavy breath and you just turn around and your cousins were trying to climb in bed with you oh most likely but still i no that's just rob telling you to hurry up and finish the story because he's yeah, heartless yeah it's okay don't worry. <laughs> So I actually remember um, your stories are uh, some of the best. Uh, I used to love your stories. Uh, we used to be in French together. We sat next to each other in French. Oh, yes. Oh, God, nightmares. Um, yeah, basically, our French yeah. teacher really hated Ruben. <laughs> like, she had a Mandela <laughs> Quite a lot of us, actually. She didn't like many of us, but she liked yeah. Phil and Becky, who were next to each other. I don't know why she liked me. Like, I got in a full-on argument with her at one point. Like, it's the only oh, about, was it about Boris Johnson? Yeah, I, I swear it was about Boris had, like, Johnson. like, a full-on heated argument with the teacher, and it was about... Um, it was over the election and about Boris Johnson because she was like, how he's oh, a Tory. I love Boris so much. Oh, she she was like, I'm not going to vote for a rate a Jew hating racist, which was meant to be Jeremy Corbyn, who was Labour. Uh, I don't know if this makes makes any sense to you, Habib, but any um, Jeremy Corbyn's the person who means Phil was who we were kind of rooting for. I mean, we couldn't vote because we're not old enough, obviously. But yeah, hashtag um, votes are sixteen. <laughs> Boris Johnson. Um, Tory, basically, like, massive Brexiteer, wanted Brexit to happen. None of us wanted to... No, like, Labour didn't want that to happen or anything. Mm. So, I... I remember Philip... Nurse was like, oh, I'm not voting for a Jew-hating racist, Jeremy Corbyn. But, yeah, she's she's willing to vote for... Um, wait, hold on. Um, Is everyone good? It's gone really awkwardly quiet bacon. now. I hope I didn't offend you. Making bacon pancakes. Have you? Making pancakes. Making bacon pancakes. He's dead. One of his cars has just been stolen. He's looking out the window. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> you might actually be right. You know, if someone's just gone and nabbed his tyres, that's how expensive they are. <laughs> He's got a Bugatti. It's like 40 grand a tyre. <laughs> oh, 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 Harvey, I know you're listening back to this in the edit. You better keep this in. So, Habit, the the new Christopher Nolan film coming out, uh, Tenet. So, what are your what, yes. what do you think about that? What do you think about that? I think it's gonna be good. Like, okay, if it was anybody but Chris, yeah. I probably wouldn't watch it. Exactly. Like, I, yeah, no, he, I completely agree. Uh, it's like, if it was given to Spielberg again, I think um, he would make the story more. I mean, Christopher Nolan grabs your attention with the story, and not only that, but visuals, mm -hmm. acting, everything. It just makes it. It just that it, every you can tell it's a Nolan film when you see it. 
like along yeah. with I'm pretty sure is it Ham Zimmer again that does the uh, is doing the score. I'm really hoping it I is. No, I gotta check. For for uh, Inception, that was it was phenomenal. And you know, oh, with, like yeah. the foghorns that every Instagram influencer uses now, it's just <laughs> yeah. So I think Hans. Oh, he creates the most influential um like sounds of our yes. generation. Like, yeah, he, he, he worked on Interstellar, Dark Knight. They 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 love working together, Hans and uh, Chris. Yeah, yeah, no, I, they, I think that's yeah. one of the things. Music. Oh no, the music is composed by Ludwig Göransson. I don't know how to say it because it's Swedish, I think. But um, Lud Ludwig Göransson. Anyway, there you go. You know what the saddest thing is? Yeah. Go that. Anybody who's not a film geek won't know Hans's name. Like, no, they won't. I think the most the thing they will hear if they search, uh, um, oh god, uh, Inception uh, sound like sound uh, foghorn or something, they will mm-hmm. immediately go, oh, that's Hans. Oh, he's done that. Oh, he's done this. But yeah, exactly. If you don't know film, you don't know anything about it, then. Honestly, it's just, it's kind of disappointing when you sort of speak to someone and they're going, oh, who's Hans Zimmer? You're like, oh, God, no. Or, oh, who's me, this director? You know. For all the non-film people out here, mm. let me give you some perspective of how much of a goat this guy is. <laughs> He's worked on the original Lion King, Inception, The Dark Knight, Dunkirk, Pirates of the Caribbean, Man of Steel, um, the new uh, James Bond movie. Oh, shoot, he's a... Oh, that's the new, new one. Oh, what? Um, the one no, that's no coming out. No Time to Die or something, whatever it's called. No Time to Die, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. my God, that looks good. That looks good as well. Yeah. He worked on the original Driving Miss Daisy, 12 Years a Slave, Batman vs. Superman, oh, yeah. Blade Runner, Black Ooh. Hawk Down, all these... Kung Fu Panda, like... Whoa, what a guy. No, that's it. He's the best. Kung Fu Panda. Madagascar, oh, Mission yeah. Impossible. It, it, and it just keeps going on and on. It's It's crazy. And the thing is, nobody's gonna know his name. Mm. Yeah, I think He's been in knows. everything, yeah. like the OGs to the recent everything. It, yeah, it's it's unbelievable. I think. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, so guys, you should. If you don't like, it, that's the thing that most people don't realize is like they know the actors and maybe the directors. Yeah, but there's like, a whole oh, team of people Leonardo behind DiCaprio, all this and that, but they don't. Yeah. All right, next podcast. I sorry, next topic. <laughs> next yes. podcast. Yeah. Let's go. Part two, baby. Well, I mean, like, while well, you guys were like nerding out, I went and got a oh, drink, right. and I, okay. I spilled milk, like a tiny bit of milk, in the dog's bowl, and it looks really dodgy, just kind of floating in the water. Yep. You I know, don't think it- I would love to do a spin-off podcast with you. Just talk about film. Yes, oh my god, that would be amazing. I, we could definitely do that. If, as long as that's okay, yeah, by the way. Hey, I, I got it. I got an idea, yo. I, I I think we can call it like... Like, you know how you're British, I'm Canadian. Yeah. I, we can come up with some sort of name like that. Mm. Let's just get rid of Phil. I mean, yeah, perfect. Good idea. <laughs> 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 no, no, I, that sounds amazing, dude. I, I, yeah, because I, I just love talking about film and I get absolutely... I, I just nerd out about films. And everyone's yeah. like, yeah, okay, can we talk about the football? It's like, no, no, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I think I need, I need to find myself like a, like a partner for like a spin-off series. Mm. For Red Dead I mean, Redemption. <laughs> oh, right, okay, okay. okay. If anyone out there would like to be my, uh, my spin-off series uh, co-host, just let me, let me know. I'm being abandoned here. We're going to... We're gonna tackle every. You're gonna tackle the video game genre. I'll tackle the movie. We'll tackle oh, yeah. sports. We'll have a podcast for oh, everything. I mean, I'd quite enjoy doing one like like a podcast where I just rant about politics the whole time. Dude, that doesn't it, even oh, sound politics, bad. Oh, politics—that's cool. I yeah, even, I could just go off at Boris for hours and hours. 
Oh, I need yeah. to tell you something. I actually, I watched an interview, like, leading, this was last year, leading up to the election. Right. I watched an interview with Boris Johnson. Oh, yeah. Um, where he was, like, saying, oh, this is why you should vote for me. Oh, yes. did not sound like him. I used to be able to do a good impression. Oh, yeah, so <laughs> I think you could vote. Yes, I have blonde hair. Me for this reason. Oh, I have um, blonde hair, and I have 19 children. I've cheated on my wife so many times. <laughs> That's the one. Oh, God. But, um, like... Hello? Um, in the last, um... <laughs> I, I think it was an uncut podcast I spoke about this. Well, like, he was doing this interview, like, saying all the reasons why... He thinks people should vote for him and all. Right. Oh, Brexit this, get the foreigners out. Um, <laughs> and he was making a cup of tea. Uh, and he left the tea bag in. He left no. the tea bag in the tea. I mean, he's probably never made himself a cup of tea. No. Before, you know, yeah, he's, he's probably ha- he's probably too privileged to have someone do it for him. Yeah, I mean, Harvey can relate to that. But, like, <gasps> I can't believe he'd leave the tea bag. Oh, have you, have you seen that TikTok um, where this guy is making some Oreo, like, ice cream smoothie? And he, like, cuts the end off the stick, but half the stick is still in the ice cream. And someone goes, yo, the stick's still in there, dude. Yo, the stick's in there. Oh! And he just blends it all together and just drinks, like, wood chips. Oh, God. I mean, all I'm <laughs> saying is that if Boris Johnson had as many brain cells as he does kids that he doesn't know about, it'd be a different <gasps> story. Okay, so on recent tech, I've had a look, and Japan have installed in Tokyo, don't know anywhere else, just at Tokyo, uh, clear toilets made out of glass cubes. Um, I guess I don't, and, but when they go, when you lock the door, the whole room goes opaque, so no one can see through it, like properly opaque, like a thick, opaque white. So I think, um, I don't know what to think about that. I think good idea in some way, because... I mean, it just shows. I think the reason that they, they are they are clear is because it shows what people are going into. If that makes sense. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd trust that. Though. Exactly, I and wouldn't trust. As long as if someone breaks some the lock, like, forget to lock the door, or someone breaks the lock, and like hurry Japanese man taking a poo. Or if yeah, if you're having a dump in the toilet and the oh, door yeah. just unlocks itself, the whole public walking yeah. past is just gonna see you look there just on the toilet like. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, Harvey, I've got to pose a question to you. Would you take a dump in a see-through toilet? I would. Well, I don't. I don't like to go use the washroom in public, like restrooms, anyway. Oh yeah, same. Um, it's disgusting. But I don't know. Oh, like I saw this thing, this video of. Uh, I think it was in Japan. They, they, there was like this uh, nice view on the outside, but it was in a like a bathroom, right? And there's a button you can turn on and off to make the glass button. frosted and not frosted. Yeah, oh, that's so, yeah, 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 yeah. That's all that. That was really cool. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind. As long as it doesn't malfunction. As long that's as what, yeah, that's exactly what we're thinking. Good. I'm thinking if, once if you're just taking a shit and it just absolutely just goes back to see-through and you like... Oh yeah, that would suck. I'm always so paranoid whether I've locked the door or not. And this yeah, is just adds a, another level of paranoia. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. I had that in school once actually. I get this in school a lot where like I, I, I panic whether I've locked the door. Because um, I, I remember one point I was—it's the only time I used the boys' bathroom. I went to the girls' bathroom. The rest. No, um, we had like uh, joint bathrooms at our school, but we also had uh, gender exclusive ones. And the only time I went in the boys' bathroom, um, I remember going in the cubicle because I, I personally don't like urinals. I don't know why. Mm. It's like a weird thing with me. I just prefer cubicles. I so I was yeah, in the cubicle. I in school, yeah, I was in the cubicle in taking a leak, and um, these like at the time much older than me boys came in. Oh god. Um, and then obviously they, they see that someone's in the cubicle yeah. and being like 
I think, oh, this was years ago. They were year 11 boys at the time. They were like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah someone's yeah. taking a poo. Um, <laughs> and then, <laughs> you know how boys are. Um, and then, yeah, like, yeah. They, they grabbed a plastic bowl and they tossed it over the top of the cubicle. Now, obviously, I was standing up having a wee, so it missed me, but it, like, landed right in the hole. And I was like, if I was on that toilet, like, I genuinely was taking a poo, it would have just bonked me on the top of the head. <laughs> and that traumatised me, so from now on, I've always gone in, like, um, the, what's it called when there's two genders in one bathroom? Uh, unisex. Unisex, but I've always Gender gone neutral. after that. That was yeah. quite traumatic for me. Yeah. No, if that happened to me, yeah. I'd literally just go out and like if they like threw the bottle over, I'd go out there and kick their ass. Like, Let's go. That is what I like to hear. Spark them out. That's what I like to hear. Oh no, I I just hit in the cube oh, no, until they left. You know, um, back in high school, the gender neutral bathrooms used to be like the place you'd go if you wanted to hook up. Oh wow, mother. okay. Jesus, oh, wow. that's something I've never really experienced. You just like it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually really common. Really? So wait, you're saying that in like, Canada, Canada, bloody hell, Canada and uh, America, is is it America as well or do you think just Canada, like high school? No, yeah, yeah. You're saying that people would use the unisex toilets to, you know, have a little bit of a... Well, in the unisex toilets, No, 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 they would just use the mask because it's it's very, it's a big space, isn't it, so... Yeah, in ours, all that would happen was just the girls would go and have a picnic there. That's all Yeah, I don't understand. Why would you go to the toilet in the... No, sorry. Why would you go and have a picnic in a toilet? There's a cafeteria there, literally, just there's tables in there just go and sit down with people and eat yeah all outside you know what, i mean like, you're not even meant to do that but still this is such a like a boys podcast but oh yeah you know yeah. what my lads, biggest lads, lads. pet peeve is oh god okay okay, okay. Well, I spoke over you. Sorry. Uh, hello hi you know what my like the thing i never understood is yeah, what? Okay. why is it that you know like how you leave you're supposed to leave the toilet seat down for girls yeah yeah okay yeah what what i don't understand how oblivious you have to be to sit down on a toilet and not realize that the seat's up <sighs> oh like, i've you, done that before I've it was that. not I'm good up. i've done that it's not fun oh, right how oblivious do you have no, no, no. to be, right, to be fair, it's not look, even man, in your peripheral you gotta go, you gotta go. Um, you're not looking at these things i'm telling you in france right from... um we normally drive to france and we stop at services on the way because they're really they're cool they're good services actually and they mm. stop and it's literally just a toilet block sink and a and a picnic bench so basically you just go there Wait, in the stop toilet. and you go and there's a toilet block yeah and uh-huh. you go in, and the the cubicles they don't have seats because that's a that's a really French thing. That like, it's just a ceramic bowl, and if you gotta go, you gotta go, and it's like bloody hell, that is cold. I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it is basically the same as touching a toilet seat that you someone else has sat on, but it's like it's cold. I don't want to touch that. <laughs> Yeah. That's insane. You oh, know, uh, um, yeah. back in the day, India, like I, I'm pretty sure it's still some places in, in India, you'd the toilet seats on the ground. Yes, that's like, that's oh. quite a common Asian thing. That is quite an Asian yeah. thing. I remember when I went to Borneo because I'm cool uh, with school, which is <laughs> bro. In... This guy's fucking Mr. Worldwide, like <laughs> dude. I literally been. I, that's the, the fur- that's I've, that's the furthest I've been. I go to oh, I've yeah. been to France and Borneo. The furthest um, I've been is on the <laughs> other side of the world. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it was a school thing, and um, literally the toilets everywhere, and literally just squat toilets. And if you oh. need a shit, you got to aim, man. You got to aim, dude. It's like... Oh wow! I mean, I would not have enjoyed that. Oh no, like, I wouldn't have enjoyed I, I it. Can't, they don't I can't, even have like... handles, so you have to kind of just go. Please don't oh, miss. Well, I, can't I swear to God, if I miss, because like, I'm a bit special. Oh. Um. Also, 
I, I, I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings about it because on the one hand, I hate it. Mm. I never want to use those types of toilets. Yeah. But on the other hand, like, there's scientific evidence to back it up oh, that it's okay. a better way. Really? Oh, yeah, because, like, the way animals Apparently, squat, yeah. it, like, it lines your colon, doesn't it? Colon, doesn't oh, wow. So, I don't know. Yeah. But I, I, would, well, I still I mean, I don't care. I prefer like, the comfort over yeah, my colon plus, any day. you got to yeah. think about as well for, like, disabled people. That's yeah, not, yeah, that's yeah. Not really that's well. not very Oh, true, true. Oh yeah, so sorry. Yeah, now uh, now they now they have the regular toilets. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I think I'm glad because generally, oh god. Uh, yeah, so I heard on the radio this morning with carrying on with tech. And I've just seen it on Reddit as well. I'm looking now. Uh, <laughs> How do we even get to this? Point? Yeah, I don't even know. I think Japanese toilets. Uh, Japanese We're toilets. We're talking about like the, the various toilets in different <laughs> countries. <laughs> and, and now straight and to anyway, tech. back to tech. Uh, anyway, yeah. yeah. So um, in the UK, self-driving cars could be allowed on the motorways next Ooh. year. In the Whoa, UK, and uh, there was re uh, well, Google have designed a car called the self-driving car. Uh, I don't know, I think it's called the Google Creative car, name. which makes it so it's a Google car, which makes sense, you know. Yeah. But it has a massive like gyroscopic detecting Gyro. steering thing wow. on the top, which basically allows it um, to detect cars, road roadblocks, like things in the road, and it drives it itself. But obviously, the argument is. When something goes wrong and you need to switch to manual, will you be prepared or will you overreact and cause a crash? That's what they were yeah. saying on the news this morning. So, what's your opinion on that? Ooh. The, the, the thing is, I understand, like, Google, that's a very, like, that's understandable yeah, that, you yeah, know, yeah. Google has come out with this because they have Google Maps. They know all the roads, hmm. you know. Um, they have Google Earth, so they know, like, the, the 3D dimensions of it. So, they, they're, they're good, right, uh, on that front. And I'm assuming, like, the cars in front of you, like, we already have that kind of technology with lane assist and um, the emergency braking. Especially in Teslas. So that's, like, all, all that is is sensors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not that big a deal. Um, the only issue I can see with self-driving cars is the ethical uh, thing. Have you been on that website that makes you, like, pretend you're the self-driving car? What would you do? Oh, no, I've never, you had never heard of that. about the way to hit this. Is that like the one where like it calculates like that if 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 it's inevitable like you've got to crash into one person or another person like the car kind of calculates who's considered more valuable is that the thing you're talking about Yeah so like here here's some here's some examples like um say you're, you the car cal- calculates that you you can either hit a car in front of you yeah but your driver dies okay or you swerve out the way and um somebody else dies one other person one other casualty okay. who do you save the driver well, i think the, the car the would passenger? definitely try and sa- well if you were the car the car would try and save the driver exactly but you the driver's the one who signed up for it right oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you clearly you got to think investment wise like because ev- everything's yeah, about like, money nowadays like the coronavirus has had a bigger mm, impact on every also, country like, because we're you, all too bothered about money so you know yeah and like if you were the driver would you be able to live with yourself Knowing that you're that alive your because your car, like, murdered some old granny. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Would you would you want to use that car again if your car killed someone else? Yeah. No, but the thing is, I, I personally wouldn't care. Yeah. Right, <laughs> if it killed someone else because it technically wasn't me. But the only thing is, I would never buy the car because if if on the one hand it kills someone else and I live, then that automatically like I'm I don't know who gets pressed with the charges, right? But if it prioritizes me. 
as the living person. Yeah. Um, sorry, if it doesn't prioritize me as the living person, I'd rather switch to a manual car. Where yeah, I'd I rather have manual. My best. Yeah, I, I, I'd right? want to run over the grandma. I want to have. Oh my god! <laughs> I want the accountability. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want, no, I want to do it myself. <laughs> it's just like that meme. It's like there's a baby on one side of the road and there's a grandma on the other side of the Kill road. The baby. Who are you going to hit and who are you going to save? And someone comment if you swerve, you can probably hit both of them. <laughs> 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 that's oh, just that's like, amazing. It's so dark, but it's now that just is like communism. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> China. I mean what? And then there's um there's another there's another one that uh, can you okay if 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 you had to choose between hitting three. Uh, adult humans or three adult dogs who do you choose oh see who, 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 it's scientifically been proven that choose? humans have more empathy towards dogs than they do humans so it's would you go for a dog? yeah and then your your car's a dog killer basically nah there's too many of us to hit the humans i don't care yeah i go for the humans we're overpopulated thanos was not wrong right anyway go for the humans then go and for insurance the you know uh, you do you drive um ruben uh no uh next year though i'm excited yeah, okay, same. so here's some here's a pro tip for you guys. Yeah. Um, say you're on a crowd like this is gonna. I don't know if this is a test question for you guys. Mm. It wasn't for us, mm. but this is an ethical question. Okay. Uh, they asked this in driving school. Oh really? Okay. Um, yeah. It, this is about manual driving. Oh, right. Um, if you're dri- like not ma- like automatic car. Okay, oh, whatever. Yeah. Not self driving. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> if you're driving a car mm. and you're surrounded. By car, you're in the right lane, and you're surrounded by cars, mm. and you are going too fast, and you have you can't stop in time. Okay. And yeah. then the, on the right, there's a sidewalk full like full of people. All right. Right. What do you do? Do you hit uh, the people? Do you hit the cars? You hit the cars. Cars, yeah. The cars um, are more likely to survive oh, wait, wait, wait. The people. It's not just that. It's it's about saving more life in ethical terms. In situations like that, in very hard dilemmas like that, it has to be about saving the most lives. Yeah, and I know like a lot of people will say you can't turn lives into numbers, but then what else do you what do in it? that situation? Because the population isn't there at the end. Like there's no, there's a number of people on this planet at the end of the day, isn't there? So yeah, and like what what I would also think is I think if you go into the cars, like they're in a tin can, oh, it's going to do serious damage, and they they might unfortunately die, but they're more likely to survive than if you just go off the road and just start mowing down people who are walking yeah wait a second i actually i think i said the question wrong oh um okay yeah but but i i can't remember the question but i i know it's not that because it i i would also choose swerving into the people wait what? no i i, I <laughs> there, there, there's a version of that question where you instinctually would choose swerving into people because it, it reduces the amount of life saved Okay. Like it? No, no, no. It increased the amount of life saved. Right. <laughs> so you're already being like but, a serial killer. <laughs> no. But the real, the real answer is you, you hit, you hit the car. You don't move, right? You, you, you're supposed to hit. Uh, like, wait, what am I? I gotta, uh, I gotta <laughs> figure this out. What, what was the actual There's question? Like a pigeon hold on. in the road, and you like people. <laughs> um, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think it was like okay, if you hit the like if. You can either swerve out the way. Okay, somebody's coming at you. Yeah. At, oh. at a fast pace. But mm. if you move out the way, um, you can like you you can uh, save a bunch of people. Okay. But wait, hold on. I'm I'm having a blank moment. Uh, okay. Anyway, the answer is you let the car hit you. Yeah. Mm. Because if you like move out the way or you hit someone else, then oh oh oh. oh 
wait i think okay some a car's coming at you right mm-hmm. you can e- either move out the way and hit one person and mm-hmm. save like 10 people or you can stay in place and let that car hit you and 10 people die oh what do you do God. see ethical questions they're about opinion really aren't they like mm. yeah if you think about it some people are generally so unethical they like they actually abuse and kill animals without any reason but then there are other people that wouldn't hurt a fly like i see for me i would ra- i'd rather take the risk i wouldn't i don't know I mean, if you're going over 35 miles an hour, it's guaranteed, it's pretty much death at that point if you hit someone. Um, yeah, on so the side, you can the move out the way. Yeah. You can move out the way and hit one person, mm. or let that car hit you that's coming so fast. See, and I think. I, well, I mean, if you think about is it. So the question says it will kill 10 people if you hit the car. It will. Okay, okay. So I thought if you, I would probably let it hit the car because t- cars nowadays are so much safer than they were 50 years ago. Like you don't understand, and the fact that they have airbags, they have seat belts, and everything. I would have I taken the risk. It's saying though, no matter what happens, those people will die. That's yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm yeah. saying. That's what I'm saying. But if if it wasn't, I probably would have gone for the car because of safety. Yeah. But so the question is like, you would kill. Oh, you will, you were going to kill 10 people if you hit the car, or kill one person, guarantee, and move out of the way of the 10 of the 10 people. Yeah. No, so you, you you move out the way, but you, you kill one other person, or you stay in place and you let ten people kill, get oh, killed. Now, God. see, I think this is the the thing I would say for this is now think having time to think about it. I would just ethically go for the one person just to save more mm-hmm. lives. But if I was mm-hmm. actually in that yep. situation, I think at the time I would just panic and let it hit me just because. I, I wouldn't be thinking straight when a car's coming oh yeah no you wouldn't me. really the ethical side of it would never really come to your head in a situation like that oh yeah yeah plus so, like you wouldn't know the exact calculation of how many people are gonna die mm-hmm. the end yeah no you wouldn't and that I'll, I'll tell you the real life answer of what i would do and also like the uh the answer on paper what you're supposed to do yeah so the answer on paper uh surprisingly is stay in place and let the 10 people die oh, because otherwise you're held accountable that's um, true insurance okay won't, yeah that makes you sense. won't get help from insurance and you'll be prosecuted but if you yeah but that stay makes you a place, person no but it doesn't matter because legally you can't like um you can't do anything to help anybody because you're supposed to let them hit you like it's as if so if you're driving and someone's about to hit you and you move out the way and you accidentally hit someone else you can't blame it on the other driver who was about to hit you. But if you have a dash cam, it's all your fault. But if you have a dash cam and it catches everything, no, doesn't matter. Yo, doesn't matter. Even if they're like close to hitting you. Is that the same in the UK you? though? Like, is that a Canadian thing? Well, that's that the, the point same? where law clashes with like. But I think if that happened in the UK, yourself. I think the person driving at a ridiculous speed towards you and you moved out of the way and you killed someone and you had it all on camera, I think in the UK you'd still you wouldn't be held accountable. Yeah, I think you could get away with that. I don't think. I mean, well, obviously, I but think about it like this. Look, I mean, the world's a messed up place and there are so many differences between, like, different things, so it's just... But think about it like this. You are acting selfishly because you killed someone for your own benefit, so you don't get hit. See, but it's, like, but, but yeah, the yeah, ten yeah, people, yeah. if you know what I mean, like, obviously you wouldn't know that in the situation, but knowing that it's going to kill ten people, surely it would be the other way around. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, that's, that's the thing. So for that scenario, what I would do in that moment... And this is what I do in real life, like when I'm driving. Um, when I look, like when I'm at a red light, I'm looking at the rearview mirror behind me, right? Because mm-hmm. you know, like 
where I live, there's a lot of racers. So I want to yeah. look behind me, make sure that nobody's coming at me. And if I think they're coming at me with um, like a lot of speed, what I do is I push down on the brake as hard as I can and pull up the e-brake or like whatever e-brake you guys have. All right, yeah. And that stops the car from moving because I know there's pedestrians crossing. And if he hits me from the back, that scenario is going to happen. So every time that happens, I always pull up my e-brake and uh, hold down the brake as hard as I can. Mm. So, like, he can hit me, but he's going to have to pay the insurance, right? Yeah. I, and I get to, like, you know, minimize the amount of damage yeah, whatever, okay. yeah. to the people. Yeah. So that's the real life answer I'd do. And that's the paper answer. But, yeah, it's all ethical stuff. And the thing about insurance, the reason why insurance is so bad Mm. is because they'll do anything in their power anything to make them not be paid yeah, 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 exactly. that's why people hate it so much yeah we've anything a, they can do yeah, to not let fire, you get paid um, not that long ago and it took so long for the insurance company to actually do anything like a battery went off in my mom's bedroom it was just a drill battery it just went and it set on fire and the whole the whole, whole bedroom had to be redone because it was like there was ash everywhere i mean wow. we got the fire yeah. extinguisher and we took it it was it was fine under a matter of minutes but the fire again and everything came but they were saying that the insurance company it took about a good week before anything happened because they were being really unhelpful story, right? about it the thing about the car insurance companies is that they don't care yeah because legally you're not allowed to drive without insurance yeah so yeah. they have a monopoly basically mm. and i think that needs to change oh yeah oh yeah yeah right um well uh anything else that anyone wants why don't we to just know? solve the whole, whole world's problems guys let's like, do this let's do that i mean oh, if we yeah. say on the change podcast it to the british canadian world problem solvers <laughs> Yeah, the British Canadian world. Or if we get rid of Harbier, then it'll be the British British world. Oh, let's go. Which uh, I believe uh, shortens <laughs> to the BBW. Another thing Sorry. that I did want to talk about um, before we uh, kind of round off the day is that, uh, well, we've already heard um, quite extensively that Ruben is really into his films and media. But uh, Ruben, <laughs> I believe you're going to a media course at college, aren't you? I am indeed, Talk about that. Yes. What, what are you I, expecting? I... So... Uh, going to media production level three BTEC at school. Uh, do you have that? Do you have BTECs in Canada, Habir? Or is it? Uh, I I don't. We have film school. I don't know what BTEC. Uh, BTEC is like it's not. So there's you, you. We've got GCSEs or uh, do you call them finals? I think you call them finals. Exams. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We have GCSEs, which is what we're getting our results tomorrow. Oh yeah. Um. So that's like for good grades for college and stuff. Um, okay. But we have when you go to college, um, you get another set of exams in the UK called A levels or and B techs. Um, and I'm doing a B tech course, which is not like an A level. A levels are more like study kind of basically like GCSEs again, but on a higher level because you're learning a specific topic for like, in to like so much levels. more detail. But uh, B-Tech is more like practical and hands-on with things and that's what I'm doing I'm doing a level 3 B-Tech in f- pro- uh, f- media production so like producing directing writing uh, stuff like that about films TV and I'm really looking forward to that so what I'm expecting is that I'm going to be writing little scripts uh, filming music videos and doing stuff like that and I'm just really looking forward to hopefully getting out into the field and making a film at some point in life but that's pretty much it 
Yeah, that'd be yeah. awesome. I did a, actually. I originally did want to do a media course, but then like mm. my parents weren't on board. They wanted to go oh, away. Yeah, you said. Like, oh, I'm sorry about that. I was like, yeah, sure. I, I ended up doing A levels. I think I'm, <laughs> I'm just doing the the uh, yeah. boring old English maths biology oh, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I, it's fine. Uh, I I feel I think because you, you you really like your drama and you. Oh, you're, I love you're, drama. Exactly. So I think. I think I would have been really good, dude. But I'm sorry that it hasn't. Yeah, done that. I, I guess I didn't really like. I don't. I still don't know what I want to do in my future. So I'm kind of just. See, yeah, I I was like that about a year ago, and then I got my heart set on media production when I went around the college to have a look for the first time. So that's kind of what I want to yeah. do, and that's. I mean, good luck to you, and hopefully we'll get you on the podcast like uh, maybe in a couple of weeks. Uh, of maybe course, a couple dude. of weeks into um, your your course and like. Uh, I hope so. See how yeah. it went. See what it is like. Here's my two cents on that. I know I, I I'm kind of the outsider here, uh, <laughs> but I do have an opinion, Rob. Instead of ending the podcast, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I for for okay. So I I, I was gonna go uh, to filmmaking as well um, before I switched career paths. And the one thing I that deterred me from it is that you there's so like unbelievable unbelievable amount of competition mm, in film mm, more mm-hmm. so than medical studies yeah more so than so. Um, be- about vets especially because veterinary is like one of the hardest things in the uk i don't know about america or canada but vet veterinary especially is like because you, you have to f- uh, compete against thousands of students across the whole country and there's only like 10 spots so it's one of those things that i think there's more than 10 vets in the whole country i'm joking you know what i mean though like it's it's yeah. equivalent like film there are so many different directors, so many different people, and yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing, I I've seen great, great cinematographers, great, great mm-hmm. directors, editors. They make great films, yeah. but a lot of them don't get recognized. Mm-hmm. Partly because yes. they don't have connections, but also in part because there's just so much competition that it drowns you out. You you become it, it's a saturated community by every mean. Mm-hmm. And it, and that's the thing I, I gotta ca- like not caution you on like if you want like really do it pursue it but you gotta like also keep in mind because my friend's also doing filmmaking and he's reconsidering it as well because of um, how uh, competitive it is. All right, yeah. It's not com- everything's competitive, but it's competitive beyond belief. Oh, I, and, it's, um, yeah, it is like. I know, I know how you said about drowning out. Some people just, they take time and so much effort for it to get drowned out by the higher competition. Yeah. Do you know uh, Jonah yeah. Hill, the actor, uh, by any chance? Yeah, so he directed a film, actually, called Mid-90s, and it's, it's hands down might be one of my favourite films ever. Like, it's generally, it's on Netflix, so I don't know if it's in Canada Netflix, but uh, the UK Netflix, I saw it come up and it said, director's uh, debut, Jonah Hill. I was like, oh, okay, okay. So... I gave it a watch and it's about this kid who joins a skateboarding crew he wants to be part of the cool kids and he's just he generally because he, he wants to fit in and he tries to show off and it just it's so it's generally really heartwarming in my opinion it's only an hour and a half so it's like a basic like length film but it's you, he fits so much in and I think he does it really well so I definitely recommend that and I think that's one of the films that hasn't really been recognized yeah, by the out. public yeah, it's it's one of the things that people don't recognise about films, so they kind of just go, I want to see the big budget films, I want to see Michael Bay, I want to see Spielberg, you know. I, I, but what I like to do is have a look at the pe- things that like small little film communities like recommends highly because of the acting and the directing, but people just don't see that. Like uh, yeah. Robert Eggers, who, do, who did The Lighthouse, and he did The Witch, or The The Witch, because it was a double V, but anyway, he um he the, he's like a horror 
directed he's only done two films the the witch and the lighthouse and they are both so well made it's like it's actually shocking how well made they both are and for him to be only do two films and get recognized like that i think just people need to be like literally need to look at like film differently in my opinion yeah then just and my yeah. biggest gripe with film is that um and i i recognize this at an early age and even i watch like somebody else they're talking about it as well the big names like spielberg mm-hmm. uh, scorsese all those oh, guys yeah. Yeah. they can do like they can ha- they have creative liberties with their work and people are going to praise them mm. but if the same small creator did that same like creative liberty before them mm. there people will be like oh that's not proper filmmaking da 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 yes but so, because they're so well known anything goes like yeah. quentin tarantino's yeah. recent like once upon a time in hollywood that is so quentin tarantino yet yeah, it's like it's literally a filmmaker having fun it's the best way i can yeah. describe that film like if someone else did that they'd go what is this this is so boring but because it's tarantino exactly. it's like damn this is good i like it 60s brad pitt leonardo yeah. dicaprio you know epic ending it's just like i watched it the first time and i didn't like it generally i watched it again yeah. absolutely loved it so it's just yeah so there we are i think i completely agree with the fact that some people just get overlooked and it's a bit sad really in my yeah in my opinion you've got to work harder than a lot of the entrepreneurs out there oh, yeah. yeah and you gotta do a lot of cold calls bro oh yeah like you gotta go submit it to every single festival you can yes and exactly don't yeah. don't wait like I, I told this to my friend too i'm like don't wait until you're in film school start making it now yeah so i, like, I think right I, I like the idea of doing that i don't really have the equipment i had a camera but it just seems like oh i'm gonna break the batteries just don't work man. no that's annoying it's, yeah <laughs> I, but you know what I, I used to what, film what everything, and I think generally that's a good tip. But yeah. What phone do you have? Pardon? What phone do you have? Uh, iPhone 7, but I'm getting a new one this September, I think. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Okay, once you get the new one, buy a DJI Osmo Mobile. Yeah, uh, okay. is that like a, isn't that the uh, microphone that can be transported or something? No, no, no. That's the that's the stabilizer. You're talking about. Oh stuff. yes, the DJI. Oh yeah. Um, I have seen DJI. I think I have a DJI camera upstairs. Uh, I remember that, that's a guy. Like, yeah, I quite like that. Is it like? Isn't it called a gimbal or something? It like stabilizer. Yeah, the gimbal. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty All right. Good, yeah. yeah. So I I use that to do a lot of my filmmaking. Okay. Um, back in the day. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It, it, it's you can do a lot of stuff with it and um it's great because then you, once you have your new phone it's gonna have like my phone films in 4k 60 fps already and uh it's it's like what three years old now oh, three right, or yeah. four yeah mine's, mine's or sorry three, three or four old. generations old yeah, yeah. Yeah. so uh, you can start filmmaking automatically right now and um also what i would recommend is getting a sound guy um to just grab your blue yeti this is what i used to do oh right yeah grab your blue yeti hook it up to audacity and hold it there like it's a boom oh really oh yeah because you can yeah. buy these sticks that touch your ceiling and you can like move it around so maybe you don't even have to grab a stick just hold it G- grab the guy and tell him to hold it during the scene see that's, and, that's like, the thing i really like the idea of arms. i just don't know so uh if i'm shooting scenes outside i'd have to have like a long wire that connects my laptop and then just um yeah but the, that's the, the thing the yeti comes with a long wire though yeah no my three meters three meters yeah it's hooked up to my laptop right now yeah, it's yeah. curled up on the floor because it's that long that's why i went to the bathroom yeah, so you're good went... <laughs> exactly you can have one person holding the laptop one person holding the yeah the, exactly i can see my friends or... and my parents to do that and i can just yeah exactly that's brilliant idea yeah then just, work on the start doing it now because you get to learn a lot and uh, also um 
you 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 need to start as early as possible because that's just gonna give you a leg up on everybody. Yeah. I think yeah. I made a little, my summer task for my college tutor was to make a three or four minute video on your favorite director, cinematographer, or product designer, and I chose Roger Deakins as my favorite cinematographer, and I mean, I can send that to you if you want, I mean, it's, it's just whatever, but I think, um, I, 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 when I was making that, I just kept going through my head, like, damn, how do I, I want to know how I can do, I want to do this in the future, like, this is what I want to do, and I think, I just... I can't even say the words, honestly. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's, I think, uh, people just underestimate a lot about filmmaking. They go, yeah, just make a film, then you're famous. It's like, no, 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 it's not like that. No. You should have seen Scorsese. He made about five or six directorial uh, moments in films before he made his actual biggest film, like one of the biggest films he's ever made, which is um, Goodfellas. I think that was like one of the films that actually got him recognised. They were like... Uh, Goodfellas. Goodfellas is honestly one of my favorite films. It's so good. Like Scorsese yeah. as well, and Tom Pesci. I, I can't remember his name. He's hilariously yeah. good. And then he's done The Irishman. Have you seen that? The Irishman. I've seen The Irishman. Yeah, that's good too. Three and a half hours of pure Scorsese. It's unbelievable. And it's great. Yo, that's the thing about gangster movies is that you. Uh, we, we'll probably like cut it after this because we can talk about movies forever. Yeah, but yeah, the exactly. Gangster movies. Look at the greatest gangster movies out there. The Godfather. It's like three hours long. Yeah. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Where it, gangster. bro? Wow. What was that one line uh, from Marlon Brando? Uh, he was like, um, there's a lot of iconic lines. Like, uh, take the gun, leave the cannoli. Yeah. Um, like, uh, shoot. Oh, let me make you an offer you can't refuse. Oh. What? Dead? What do you mean dead? Dead what? Dave is not dying. Leave him alone. Something. Oh, for God's sake. Oh. So my cat's killing something. I'll be back in a minute. Okay. You oh, I'm coming. You can wrap it up if you want. I'm sorry. It's all right. <laughs> all right. I'm coming. I'm coming. What? Well, um, after a, a series of cuts and uh, technical issues, we've, we finally um, finished off the podcast. Uh, Ruben's just gone to stop his cat from ripping up a corpse or something, then also do let us know. You can contact us on social media. Our Instagram is at British Canadian Border. Our Twitter is at the official BCB. Our TikTok is at British Canadian Border. And our YouTube is at the BCB Podcast. Anyway, ladies and gents, without further ado, thank you very much for watching. Thank you to Harbeer for being here with me as usual. And thank you to Ruben for coming on. And from both of us here at the BCB. Thank you very much for watching, and I will see you awesome people next time. Goodbye. I think I said thank you for watching like three times. Hello? Oh wow, my mic wasn't muted that whole time! Let's go! We're keeping that in, by the way. <laughs> Wait, what did you hear? Oh, I, I didn't hear anything. The last bit we got was like, I'm coming! Oh yeah, uh, Dave caught a cold tip. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, Just see, see, I love cold tips. Oh well, damn. Still warm as well. Sad R.I.P. moment. What the tip? Yep. Oh, Harvey is turning one of his four cars. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't awesome. ended my audio yet. This yeah, is neither end. actually. This I don't. <laughs> oh god. Wait. Oh wait. Intro, but... Oh okay. Okay. Bye. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for coming oh, on. Oh god, Ruben. no. See you next time.